The following audio drama is rated NC-17, or no can do if you're 17, 18, or even 21 in some states or younger. In other words, the producers of this show didn't want to be burdened with things like morality or clothes. Last time on Gaia's Voyages. The glimpse into Elizabeth's past continues as her first mission with Alistair takes a deadly turn. This place is so quiet this time of night, we should have little trouble. It would be better not to get caught, my dear. Elizabeth and Alistair meet their new team face to face. I'm Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Wildfire, and you are the newest grunts aboard the zoo ship Gaia. I'm a doctor and her partner, as well as a chemical weapons, disease, and poisons expert. Don't even think of going to me for mercy, because you won't get it. And back in the present, with her training over, Elizabeth, Mycroft, and Amarok relax at a bar and scope out the local nightlife. You're so precious. You're drinking tea. I'm British. We like tea. I like tea, too, but teetotaler. You're in a bar. In bars, they drink tea. Alcohol. I don't like getting drunk in pubs. One never knows what's going to happen. That's kind of the whole point, Beefeater. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages only at www.brokensea.com. And now, the adventure continues. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 11, A Fine Line Between Lovey Wovey and Haiti Waity, Part 1. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zoo ship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. (laughs) You simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations.
Well, isn't Farlax too a delightful place? I haven't been this warm since before I joined the Confederation. Perhaps we should build a summer home here when we have our children. That won't be happening because we will never have children. I have awaited eons, my little protostar. What is a few years or millennia in comparison? Eventually it will happen. Don't call me your little protostar. It's a vile, hateful, loathsome, degrading name that's almost as disgusting as you. What do you mean as insults, my dear? I only hear as endearments. Now, where are these life forms we were sent to rescue? Hmm. Sensors say over there. Why that strange blue outcropping? Curious? The creatures that look like demon frogs are swimming through the lava and are eating the cold rock. Let's stun this lot and get them and this mineral and rock deposit into the shuttle. Let's get this over with, so I can get out of your odious company as soon as possible. I know, I want to find them. They must be really, 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 really neat. As Daddy, he Noah says, because it's covered with lava and acid rain and also uh, lots of rocks and also storms. I hope they're nicer than the Tweezils. Look, there they are. They don't look very happy. No, they look mad. All the more reason for staying away. <laughs> Scary cat. <laughs> When you are my size, being scared is a fact of life. Hey, listen, they're talking. I don't hear anything. That's because you've got a thick head, so shut up. I don't want to listen. Hey, in there, you who can talk? Aren't you animals? Those purple ones are coming over. They're people? Wow, you're almost the size of Amazon. Oh, that's what you call yourselves. I can't say that. Oh, okay. I'll call you that. What are they? The purple ones are the goody goodies, the red ones are the hady waities, and the blue ones are the lovely loveies. They all want to know who's in charge. I don't know about this. It's only being played. Mama Glowlady brought you up here along with this daddy Cassie. Just trying to be nice. And they think that your world is in danger, and Captain Lizzie is asleep right now, and Commander Becky is, is dancing with Big Brother Emerald. Yes? Yes, that's right. You're back. Any problems? Besides my husband being a complete idiot. None at all. Commander, why are you so angry? Oh, where shall I start? Oh, I'm married to the randomest git in human history, who has been pursuing me for eons. Sent me to prison for millennia. 
He used his worst pickup lines. Can't keep his pants zipped. Calls me the most infuriating nickname. And what is worse, he outranks me and I can't kill him. And I'm ordered by law to have his baby. I, uh... Wow. I'm not exactly sure what to say. There's nothing you can say. I'm stuck with him, and there's nothing I can do about it but make his life a living hell. I am quite looking forward to that. Eons of that bloody bastard. But this Just went infernal. Are are you all right? Oh, just wonderful. I think I'll go find Commander Becker now. You're you're not gonna kill him, are you? Oh no. Just make him tingle a bit. Doodles. Ah, I never do understand women. When you two boys play with us. All right there, Commander. Someday I shall rip him to ribbons. You're not man enough to take me on, Commander Becky. You don't have the stones for it. At least the captain doesn't carry my stones around in a pocket like she does yours. Pretty soon you'll have forgotten how to use them. I don't come second to any man, Commander. And you're already getting your tummy rubbed and don't even know it. The captain's best friend and loyal unto the end. Her faithful hound. I'll get you some doggy biscuits for Christmas. So much sexual tension in this room. I can't even cover through it with a laser blade. You two really should just rip one of his clothes off and get over with. Now that was a low blow. And not in a good way. Ain't that right, Becky? Oh, oh no. No? Oh well. I would have enjoyed the eye candy. A moment of your time, Commander. Buzz off, Amrock. Oh, you are ever so polite, Commander. I shall remember that when the time comes to skin you alive. I'll be right outside. He has such a wonderful disposition, don't you think? I've met rattlesnakes that were more lovable. He wasn't always this way, Commander. You know him? I knew him once. Long ago. Ancient history. But he's not what I want to talk to you about. What is it, then? I want to know why it is that Armorock is following you around like a bodyguard, who these new people the captain has brought aboard are, and why she vanishes for several hours each day for training in a training room, but cannot be located there. I'm third in command of this ship, and I need to know everything you know. Armorock is training me in combat in case the Venjari attack, as you well know. Why would I know anything about the rest? Oh, don't play games with me, Commander. 
The captain hands everything she knows to you. She needs a confidant, and you foot the bill very nicely. I cannot imagine that you would know any less than everything. There is nothing I can tell you, Commander. I can be anyone you can tell. That won't work. There are things I am sworn to keep only to myself. More to the point, to keep away from you. From me? Stars! Why would you have to keep secrets from me? You know as well as I do that the Thylora are well known for their lofty ideals of fairness and rules. <laughs> That's rather a case of the particle in the kettle black, isn't it? In any case, remember, what I have is a sister. Do you think... Chervais is the only renegade? You can't possibly be as bad as she is. Secret for a secret, Commander. I'll tell you mine if you tell me yours. I don't have time for this. I have to get to the bridge. I'm the head of a society that obliterates and otherwise tortures Rogue Thylora and others to protect the general populace and secrets of my people. And my telling you this now is a breach of my own people's security, thereby putting me in danger of my own society coming after me. I am also considered the equivalent of an Earth Princess, but I don't think that's what's causing the look on your face. Of course. Of course it would have to be. I am surrounded by a bunch of killers. I'm... So what bloody hell is everyone in this bloody ship an assassin? Has the galaxy gone completely mad? This is a ship of science and conservation and we have assassins dropping in, terrorists attacking, a captain who never ceases to give me headaches and who has more issues than every inmate at the insane asylum and then some, and now the third officer is a renegade Thylora torturer! Ah! I'm taking you to the captain now! Just because you found out I'm royal blood? Come now, that's not very nice, Prince Charming. Come on! What's the hurry, Commander Becky? Oh, the commander here just discovered that I'm a princess, General. Every reminder of who you are makes me want to kill you more. Oh, stop it before I kill you both. Ooh, Commander. I'll follow you anywhere as long as I can watch your rump move down the corridor. Damn it, Commander. My parts were tingling enough without you adding to it. Oops. Excuse me, Thornton. Uh, no problem, Commander. I'll just uh, get out of your way. I do love it when you make him scream like a girl, Augustine. Perhaps I shall enslave you instead, so you can do it over and over. You really do need to get over yourself, Hadricus. Find yourself a wench and get laid. The whole, I'm an evil, cold assassin bit gets a little old. I know you better. It is what I am. And are you offering to be my wench? Only in your dreams. I dream of many things regarding you. All of them where I do agonizing things to your body. Since I'm not mortal, you'll just have to live with the dreams. Augustine... Desdemona, Armorock, or Hadricus, or whoever you are, shut up! Armorock, wait outside. I don't follow your orders, Commander Becky. Just do it! 
Elizabeth? Gaia, lights, please. Of course, Commander. Thank you. Elizabeth, do wake up. It's important. Oh, it better be important because you just woke me up from a very nice dream where several scantily clad men were giving me a wonderful massage. Too much information. Strange thing is, one of them was you and you were about to give me a lap dance. Damn, you looked good. Now, what is this about? Go on, Desdemona. Tell her. Oh, it's nothing, really. The commander just found out that I am a rather high-ranking official of the Thylora ruling council. And... Technically, should be back at the nebula. That is not what I meant. Beefeater, please don't tell me that you interrupted my sexy massage to tell me that she's a diplomat that ran away from home to avoid political meetings. Of course not. You tell her this instant what you told me. Told you what? Elizabeth, you know I would never willingly come in and wake you for something frivolous. And here I was half hoping you'd popped in to seduce me. Really, Mike, I am most disappointed. Ah, but you're right, of course. Frivolous is certainly not your style. You see? She's not going to take this line down. Oh, very right. Commander, she's sitting up now. Lieutenant Commander, I am ordering you to tell the captain about what you do. I am Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zinthaxis, second officer and head scientific officer of the zoo ship Gaia. What did she tell you, Mike? What's gotten you so upset and her all tap-dancing like Maddie when she has to go potty? She's a member of some secretive assassin society that murders Thylora renegades. And other races that pose a threat to us and our allies. But there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Aw, hell, not another one! Oh, and I'm a princess, dearie, not a diplomat. You really should braid your hair before you sleep on a captain. It will be so much easier to manage in the mornings. Gaia, please have Alastair Dumer come to my rooms immediately. And send enough sushi and hot tea for five people. Certainly, Captain. Oh, tea party! I miss those so much. Gossip, tea secrets shared. I can always have Casanova come here and order you to tell him all your most embarrassing secrets in the most graphic detail. He knows them. He's part of the Council, and has used my services before... He was judge and jury. My branch is execution. Great. Not just a member of the secret police, but the Phylora version of the Grim Reaper to any bad little Phylora who breaks the rules. Letting yourself and Commander Beckert know about this little part of my life and in Phylora government is grounds for my own execution, Captain. I already have a Vinjari assassin. Now it seems I have a Thylora one too. I should make you marry Armorock. You, he, and Casanova can make quite the happy homicidal household. I have hence retired and even spent time in my own prison for... Well, that doesn't matter. What is important is that I am second officer on this ship, and I have just been informed that I have not been fully briefed on the goings-on around here because I am perceived as being too much of a goody-two-shoes. It's not that I haven't wanted to tell you, Desdemona. It was more like I didn't think I could. There is a difference. One you should especially appreciate if you're in the game. So, this is what I'm letting on the big, dark secret day. We should have dark and mysterious music playing. And there's the vampire, right on cue. I am Venjari, Thylora, not 
a vampire. Oh, Pish, your people are what all the legends are based off of anyway. Gaia told me you needed me, Captain. I found this sushi tray by your door, along with some Kung Pao chicken. I see you like it's spicy, Commander Beckert. <sighs> no flirting right now, Alistair. I have a headache. Shall I wait outside? No, actually, you can have a seat next to Desdemona. I think I'd rather wait outside. Well, bad little boys don't get what they want for Christmas, so park your ass and play nice. She knows, Alistair. We shall just have to see what we can make of her. Wonderful! Now I can join the mad tea party. What shall we do with her, Elizabeth? I can see how her shape-shifting could come in handy. And if any of the others got out of line, she could eliminate them quite easily. <laughs> oh, I have a better idea. Desdemona, you'll be partnering with Almarok and I when you join us on field missions and on ship. Why would I ever want to work with that vile little worm? Save it. Would someone care to explain what exactly I know? <laughs> Take you and Almarok and stir the mess about and you'll come up with me, Desdemona. Alistair here too, though he's got far more of your hedonistic side. Oh, just wait a second. I remember you being just as hedonistic as I was back in the day. Sometimes multiple times in one night. Oh, the memories. Wonderful. I'll fit in nicely. And I am point-blank ordering you two to work out whatever differences you have without killing or maiming one another, by the way, in a civilized fashion. We have enough trouble out there already without fighting amongst ourselves. Oh, this should be good. Elizabeth, you really do have the most insane ideas. It's one of the things I like most about her. I have to work with her? Really? You don't care how you torture me, do you? I will not have you at one another's throat so you two kiss and make up, or I will personally see to it that each of your waking moments is miserable. That's quite a while, considering I don't sleep. You have no idea how creative I can be. Don't push me, Desdemona. Not on this. Oh, but I do. <laughs> I taught her, after all. I have no intention of finding out, Captain. Good. Now let's get down to business. So, honey, how was your day? I've killed people for less. Civilized, remember? For us, Captain, this is civilized. <clears throat> Questions? Um, well, what sort of things will we be doing at this tea party? How many guests? And more importantly, who is the host? Since this is my bed er, room, I guess I'm hosting, and it seems to be getting rather warm in here. Um, things that will be done, death, espionage, covert operations, the usual. <sighs> Why can't I think straight? You're looking flushed, Commander. Almost as flushed as you did that first morning. This is hardly the time or place for that sort of thing. Oh, I disagree. I think now is exactly the time. Come here. I... I oh my! Uh, you two go take care of that elsewhere right now. Uh, my shields are gone and that's... Oh, oh, that's leaking all over me. Oh, Mark. Fill Desdemona in on everything that happened under Vegas. You know it all. Go! Desdemona, we'll continue this some other time and keep your mouth shut about all this. Mm. Oh. 
Yeah, that's better. Mm, I love it when you are. Take it away from my door, boys, unless you plan on coming in here so I can join the party. I can't believe I just said that. Lieutenant Thornton, what is going on out there? I've got a report of fights breaking out all over the place. <clears throat> I'm not quite sure, Doctor. I'm picking up excessive feelings of negative emotions like hate and rage, as, as well as sheer <laughs> lust. I wonder what could be causing it. Oh, look at my manners. I'm the doctor, you are here in my office, and I don't even ask if you need something. Do you need something? Uh, yeah, hopefully. Uh, my pants are too tight. I know that some on this ship do not know exactly what I do. Because they are always too busy fighting and lasting or whatever there it is that they are doing. But it must be clear to you all. I am a doctor, not a tailor, Lieutenant. No, you, you don't understand. My pants are too... Uh, tight. What you want from me? Bariatric surgery? That is a barbaric practice, banned years ago. So, go requisition another pair if you have gotten fat enough to need new ones. Uh, damn it, Doctor. Do I have to spell it out for you? I'm a psionic. I pick up on emotions from others. My pants are too tight. But what does that... I have work to do. What does that have to... Last. Rage. Last. Oh. <laughs> My goodness. <sighs> Don't you have a lady friend? Go have her help you take care of that horny... I mean, thorny problem. I... <sighs> <sighs> have a lady friend, and, and, and we aren't supposed to fraternize while on duty. No lady friend. No fraternizing. Too bad. I would have given you a note for the captain. Uh, <laughs> that, oh, hell. That's getting worse. Psionic blocker. Please, doctor. Gods! Psionic blocker! Doctor, now! <laughs> Universe provides. In walks a woman in need, Thornton. Uh, doctor! It's one solution to the problem, considering I don't have any psionic blockers on hand, and it will take three hours at least to make up more. Consider yourself lucky. You get to have fun. I don't. I have to work picking up psionic blockers. Oh no! Oh no 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 no! That's just not possible because I have to be on the bridge and I cannot be in that thing. My crap looks out as oh, think of something else, Elizabeth. This is not the time. Things are going crazy out there, and I'm the captain, and I have to sort them out. And this is not the time for me to be blue. Oh, he would look very unclothed. Oh yes, he would look very good unclothed indeed. But then, so would Lieutenant Thornton. And he is a man in need. We are not going there. 
I don't care if it's your professional medical recommendation, Doctor, but I am not going to have a romp in the hay with my commanding officer, much less here in Med Bay. No offense, Captain. Oh, shit, shit, shit! Ugh, it's getting worse! We must be picking it up from one another! Damn it! I'm sorry, Thornton. I'll get to the bridge. Psionic blockers. ASAP, Doctor. Down, boy. I mean it. Don't think of that, because it's a very, very, very bad idea. And you're on duty, and... Oh, oh God. This is not happening. This is just a dream. I have another way to solve your problem. Ductus Otas. <sighs> What's that? Kaya, lock all doors till you hear my word otherwise. And turn off those blasted, intrusive sensors. We have delicate treatment to attend to. Certainly, Doctor. Wait a minute. Doctor, why are you locking the doors? Doctor, really, you don't need to... It's not necessary... Oh, jeez, I don't believe this. Shut up and get out of those claws before I rip them off. Side by side again, a hadrichus. Until I kill you, perhaps. I told you I did not give you up. You were the one who betrayed us all. We were slaughtered. You have your version. I have mine. I know what I saw. You should have killed me like your people wanted to. Now you're part of this crew and your oath requires you to be a good little peon. I might not be able to attack you, but I can defend myself, General. You couldn't take Chavez and you can't take me. We shall see. If we fight now, we will end up killing a lot of innocents. And the precious little captain wouldn't like that. Three hours then. In the training room. Don't be late. I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Lizabel! What are you doing here? And don't call me that! I... I wanted to apologize. Save it. I told you I didn't want to see or have anything to do with you ever again. Yet, here I find you still on my ship two months later. Well, let me tell you something, Gabriel. You will be getting off the next stop. I will see to it personally. I couldn't leave. I needed a chance to apologize and try to make things right between us. You think just saying that you're sorry will make up for everything? No. What I did was unforgivable. I should never have left you... Screw the cheerleader. Wait, you already have. What about my ship, Gabriel? What about Chervais, who you brought aboard? What about the thousands of tourists she killed? What about her almost killing me? What about that virus she made that almost killed my ship? I was in deep cover. I couldn't tell... Oh, Mike told me that little story that you gave him, and your superiors even back it up. I don't 
care. You could have warned us before you got that deep, and we could have worked together, and perhaps so many people would not have died. Their blood is on your hands. I always knew Intel was completely incompetent, but this takes it to a whole new level. I don't have the time for this right now. You'll be put off the ship the first chance I get. You can't. I've been assigned to Gaia. As what? Terrorist and security advisor. Oh, that's rich. They send a terrorist to be my terrorist and security advisor. We'll just see about that. Go to hell, Gabriel. Field <sighs> Arison. You are not fit to speak her name, touch her hair on her head, or even gaze in her direction. One, she has no hair. Two, she's had more names than you have had romantic conquests. And three, she's my wife, and there's nothing you can do about it. Why in the universe would I want this garbage? I have my own soul. Oh, you're both so immature. I've had more physically to do with her than either of you have. What? what? That didn't come out the way I meant it. Why, you filthy swan! Wife for stealing rich! Oh, God! I really hate fencing, especially with Andre's bloody spare sword. That was not the sort of help I had in mind. I don't believe this. I'm in a duel again over Desdemona's honor. This is ridiculous. And you will not win this time. Stop this. Stop this now. Commander, this is highly improper. I didn't sleep with her. Of course you didn't. Sleeping would not have been involved in your vile seduction. And you would know considering you're the most infamous lech in all history. This makes a perfect, and into those arts I am the perfect. Casanova, put those swords down before you hurt someone. That's the idea, Stoney. Even if you had a woman in your arms, you would not know what to do with them. I have seen women throw themselves at you, and you do nothing. Perhaps you are incapable and defame the honor of a lady to cover up your own weaknesses. Has the entire ship gone mad? Stop this. <clears throat> oh, that's original. You both chase after a woman who is not even really a woman in the first place, who certainly does not want either of you, and have the absolute gall to attack me whilst making complete idiots of yourselves like chest-thumping apes. No wonder she's turned you both down. She's be better dating armor on than either of you. Commander, stop this. Stop this. Stop this now. What the hell is going on here? Stop this right now. That is an order. Good. Now, care to give me one good reason why I shouldn't have you all locked up and then court-martialed? Uh, he forced the lieutenant commander into marriage. 
I was so angry, I could think of nothing else but bringing my own sword and a choice of swords for him and challenging him to a duel on the spot. That is none of your business and certainly not a reason to start a fight on my bridge. What about you, Commander Beckert? I expected more from you. I... I... I don't know what to say, Captain. I, I got angry and lost control. It was the strangest thing. I have no excuse, valiant Captain. And I offer you my most abject and humblest of apologies for my most violent disgraceful behavior. Please, let me make it up to you. Over dinner, perhaps? Oh, gods. There it goes again. (sighs) I think not, Casanova. I do not date married men as a rule, and your philandrous behavior is most dishonorable. Oh, say, you no-good Randy, goat-faced, dog-brain, piece-of-shit, adulterous black hole with no self-control and overactive glands suited to a warthog. Oh, dear, Casanova, I do believe your little woman is pissed off at you. I am not the little woman. You... I don't care if you take on the entire universe as your mistress, but you do not invite my captain to bed. At least not before I do. What am I saying? Oh, God. Oh, God, not again. There are random fights and orgies breaking out all over the ship. Send out all available security teams. I would, but the security teams are some of the perpetrators. By the stones, must I do everything myself? I know, I know, but you have to think your story is slower. I, I can't remember if you go so fast. Here at Shirts and Sweets, Mistress. You should probably wear those big ears of yours so you can hear better because the blue one just told the purple one that the red ones sent out a, a big wave that makes everyone feel really mad with each other and want to fight a lot. That's not good, Mistress. They need to stop the red ones. What can they do? The one who told the blue one and fell down a whole bunch of icky kissy face feelings. Kissy face feelings? Yeah, so people want to make kissy faces and babies. Kissy faces are good. Babies are good, I guess. At least it's better than fighting. Remind me to have Dr. Noah tell you where babies come from, mistress. Hush up. They're trying to tell me their story. And it's hard to hear them when you're chirping in my ear. I get a bad feeling about this. My love. This does not change the fact that I truly, seriously, Hate you. Noted. Captain, radiation inside the bridge is spiking into dangerous levels. Damn it! We 
you two honeymooners get off my ship and take care of that before you fry us all? Just give me two seconds. Honey, you need to stop. Just, just go on, please. Just, we can't go off the ship. Come on, come on. We need to go, we need to go. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Not happening. I can't stand this mic. It's coming from all over the ship, and I'm feeling it. I'm picking up one of everybody else's feeling, and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and I can't hold it in any longer. Either you take me now, or I have to leave. But, Elizabeth, I don't think I can maintain control either, and taking you on the bridge would not be proper. Not that you aren't a beautiful woman, and I, but I don't do women, and. and... Stop babbling, Mike. You're the responsible one, and I need you to take a manly pill and suck it up for two more hours. Then Undoma will have the cyanic blockers, and I can regain my mind and figure out what the hell is going on around here. Stop shaking me, Elizabeth. It's not helping. Get out of here and do what you need to. I'll try and hold it together. Thanks, Mike. Damn, you look wonderful. Oh, yummy. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. You have the bridge, Commander. Hello, good looking. Not now, Ace, please. Oh, um, what's going on? You, you want to know what's going on? I will tell you what's going on. I am losing my mind right now because all the crew is either in extreme lust or extreme hate, and the last thing I need right now is sex in the hallway. Well, I wasn't offering, but if you want to, my room is right over there. Oh, God, Ace. Oh, just, just give me a status report on the firestorms. Well, Thornton is doing Doctor on Domo, quite literally. They lock themselves in med bay and they're playing doctors and nurses with my PVC nurse outfit. That is with her bug daddy. From the sounds they're making in vet bay, she's either eating him or she or he's eating her. Sakari has side legs just like giving her full body massages. Creeper is trying to make with Gimpy, though I'm not sure how that's going to work considering she's a tree. Dub is dancing on the tables and offering lap dance and spankings to all comers. Talma tried to make me her bitch, and Armorak is probably off killing somebody, and Vixen is MIA. It's not been this fun on this ship since Hanukkah. Where are you off to? My quarters. I can come with Without you. Without you. You're going to your quarters and you're going to stay there until this madness is over with. Someone has to stay sane aboard this ship and it looks like it's you. Well, that's a scary state of affairs then. We're doomed. You have no idea. Your brother is even worse off than you are. Well, off my quarters to be alone with my right hand. Hello, Flyboy. I've been waiting for you for an awfully long time. Oh, this is my lucky day. Not every day I have a naked woman in my bed. Nearly every day, but not every. <laughs> Come join me. You look absolutely stunning, Vixen. And this Flyboy is about ready to blast off on the most important mission in his very sexy career. What? The Grand Lover has no speeches or debates towards the woman he has been chasing for eons? I have speeches. I have speeches. I've rehearsed them for ages. But now that I have you, I don't know what to say. 
That's a first. Can you ever forgive me? And which of your grand faults am I forgiving you for? The one you hate me for. Sending you to prison. I admit that was a turnoff, but that's not why I hate you. Those were my rules and my sentences. I broke the law and I had to suffer the consequences. For this instance, I cannot forgive you because there's nothing to forgive. And why do you pretend to hate me? Do you really want to talk about that right now? No, I don't. Yes, I do. I have to know. Do you remember in Venice when I refused you? Which time? You know very well which time. Ah, yes. My refusal was half-hearted. I found myself an hour later at the door of your villa. Imagine my shock when I saw you inside with my sister, and she looked just like me. I... I didn't know it wasn't you. Don't lie to me now. You could always tell the difference between us. You sent me to prison for not killing her for the renegade she is and was. And then I find you sleeping with her? I'm truly sorry. I was weak. Oh, don't apologize. It didn't hurt. I didn't adore you like the others. And if I kept telling myself that, I just might believe it. You don't mean that much to me. No, I was lying. Tell me you adore me. I adore you. Tell me you love me. Desdemona, tell me you love me. I forgive you. Hello, Elizabeth. I, uh, I brought you flowers, and I wanted to apologize- You! My quarters! Now! Oh. Okay. Listen, Elizabeth. I've been wanting to apologize for ten years for the way I treated you. You're here to apologize? Go ahead, but I'm not going to make it easy on you. (laughs) The opposite, actually. Well, that's what I suspected, and I prepared for that. Gaia, lock the doors and stop all monitoring of my quarters until I say otherwise. Yes, Captain. Uh, Should I be afraid? Do you have an apology or not, Gabriel? Yes. Then let's hear it. Listen, Lizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth, I know I treated you badly, and you have every reason to be absolutely mad at me and never speak to me again. (laughs) Oh, Oh, don't stop. Apology, remember? Oh, yes. Um, I should never have left you for Charlene. 
It was shallow and a dastardly, awful thing to do. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, really? Is that the story you're going with? Well, that, that's a lie. I, I, I do know what I was thinking, and I should have listened to my heart instead of my other body part. <laughs> mm -hmm. But <clears throat> all I can say is that she wasn't you, and that I didn't realize what a mm -hmm. wonderful mm -hmm. thing I had until it was gone. Oh, you've got that right. <laughs> you were... You were so hurt and wouldn't even talk to me. <clears throat> and I don't blame you for that. Oh, this is one oh. hell of an apology. I, I didn't know how to apologize after being such a jerk, a and I can't believe... Time, and I can't... You? And there were... Oh, fucking... Oh. Next time on Gaia's Voyages, things don't seem to be getting any better on Gaia. The bridge is in complete chaos. Oh, my dear McCall, here, use my handkerchief. Listen, you horn dog, I am a married bird. Let me console you, my petite. Let me stroke your feathers and soothe your worries away in my warm embrace. Oh, help! Being chased by a less crazed Frenchman who wants to make me his wedge for us. Natty has some important information and gives it to possibly the worst person. You do not look like Captain Mumro. Um, well, I'm really Natty. He and this is Amazon, but um, so I get to sit here and Amazon got to sit in Commander Rebecca's chair. That means I'm in charge, and that makes me captain. And Armorock and Desdemona confront one another about their shared past. I care for nobody more than I cared for you. Not my people, not anyone. And you betrayed me and all of them. We trusted you. This goes beyond the ship. This is revenge. <laughs> Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages, only at www.brokensea.com. Space, the final frontier. Phasers. I'm fresh out. Then get behind me, Commander. These are the voyages of the Starship Excelsior. A just society must go to any lengths to defend itself. Her ongoing mission to seek out new life and new civilizations. All engines full, Mr. Rosa. Take us in. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Catch Star Trek Excelsior at starshipexcelsior.com. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 11. A Fine Line Between Lovey Wovey and Haiti Waity, Part 1. Featuring the voice talents of... Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe. David Alt as Commander Mycroft Becker. Mark Kalita as Armorock, Callsign Ice. Philip Weber as Dr. Jonathan Noah and Gabriel Gideon. Stevie K. Farnaby as Amazo. Ara Pelodi as Dr. Candice Domo. Paul Lavelle as Lieutenant Anthony Scott Thornton, Callsign Thor. Abner Cenaries as Lieutenant Andre Anjou. 
Christina Boyd is Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall. Bruce Busby is Lieutenant Borask. Scott Vinicombe is Giacomo Casanova. Christy Plotkin is Ensign Vivian Thompson, callsign Vixen. Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia. And Natasha Damroth as Natty. Introducing Miles Reed as Lieutenant Sherlock Beckert, callsign Ace. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. Associate produced by Christina Boyd and David Lemon. Original Gaia's Voyage's main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and Celestial Eon Project at www.mixeri.net slash essence. That's www.mikseri.net slash essence. Full details of the music used in this episode can be found at brokensea.com slash Gaia. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. This episode is also dedicated to the victims of the earthquakes in New Zealand and Japan. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, visit us on the web at BrokenSea.com. Thanks for listening. You can't take sh- uh, surveys. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> you fucked up the Yes, I know I did. What are you doing here, Gabriel? And don't call. Tigger, stop it. God darn it, cat. I'm trying to record an emotional scene, and you keep licking your ass. Stop licking your ass, cat! You're a cat, not a dog! It's the dog's job to lick their ass! Really? You're castrated! You're neutered! It's not going to do you any good! Ugh! Fine. Go keep licking your balls, just do it quietly. <sighs> and Captain Lizzie is asleep right now, and. and. Amrock is dancing with Big Brother Noah. <laughs> Captain Lizzie is asleep right now, and Commander Becky is dancing with Brother Amrock. <laughs> Amrock would eat Noah for breakfast. I, I was going to offer, but you know, if um, you want me to ride the bone roller coaster, my room's right over there. Well. Off my quarters to spend some time with a pack of Vaseline. Well, I'm off my quarters to masturbate myself to death. Well, I'm off my quarters and I'm going to continue making that glory hole. Well, I'm off my quarters to see if I can suck my own cock. <laughs>